All right, welcome back to Corey and Lowry, episode number 86, and uh, we are back on this Tuesday, uh, just before uh, the start of college football uh, this upcoming weekend, and, uh, you know, first of all, Sam, you know, how's it going? Pretty good, you know, excited for this fall, so not much else. All right, so my opening question to you, Sam, is do the different colors of M&M's actually taste differently or are they all the same they're all the same and anyone who says that they taste different is lying the brown ones taste a little different though that's what i'm saying i think the brown ones are a little bit more chocolatey yeah maybe that's just the psychology in my mind but you know i mean that's just kind of that's kind of how i feel you know they all taste the same right well, uh, first of all, let's uh, take a look around what is upcoming this weekend in the world of college football. No top 25 teams will be playing, uh, but you will see North Carolina in action taking on Florida A&M uh, at home. That game is on ACC Network at uh, 8.15 p.m. Uh, some other notable games, you got Nebraska Northwestern at uh, noon 30 on Fox, and then uh, that's about a Florida State's playing the skiing uh, at 5 o'clock on Saturday. Um, but other than that, a pretty quiet weekend uh, to open up. Some people call it week zero in college football because no major teams are playing. Uh, but that's just kind of the way that it is right now. Uh, Sam, uh, you know, how do you feel going in? You know, obviously UNC has to play um, five ranked teams this year. Mm-hmm. You know, all the ones from the ACC minus Clemson. You know, you got to play NC State, Wake, um, Virginia Tech. No, not Virginia Tech. Uh, Miami. Sorry, Miami. Let me start over. Wake, NC State, Pitt, Miami, and Notre Dame, all ranked opponents. So, you think there's any way North Carolina can scratch out, you know, a winning record this season, given how, you know, for relatively recent history, how good the ACC is this year? Yeah, I think Carolina should be able to have go at least six and six. I think if they don't go six and six, that's sorry. Oh, well, uh, harsh words from the Sam Carter, but well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. What I'm saying, yeah, is, Mac Brown. Yeah, Mac Brown needs to start winning, or else he's gonna be on that hot seat. Be on that hot seat. Well, uh, my my high school's uh, alma, not alma mater. That's my his. Uh, the new North Carolina quarterback, Drake May, his alma mater is my high school, Marshburg High School. So, interested to see how he does. He will be starting his 4 and AM this Saturday. And looking at the MLB standings, you know, you've got, obviously, the Yankees are in a big slump right now. Um, but they are, they've kind of recovered with a win against the Mets last night. Uh, Cleveland is still in the central lead, as well as Houston. And then the National League, still the same three teams at the top, the Mets, the Cardinals, and the Dodgers. In the wild card race right now, you have uh, the Rays followed by Blue Jays and the Mariners. The Orioles two and a half games out of the playoffs at the moment. And in the National League, uh, the Braves, the Phillies, the Padres, and then the Brewers falling one and a half games behind. So, Sam, tell us about your uh, Camden Yards experience, you know, on uh, Friday night. Um, so, the O's taking on the Red Sox. Um, you know, they won 15 to 10. It was a very high scoring game. Um, you know, I think that they hit about 
five home runs. Um, then, you know, the Red Sox manager gets thrown out of the game. It was very entertaining, you know, as far as a baseball game can be. Um, you know, I would rate my experience 10 out of 10. Well, high praise from the uh, the Carter man. And uh, now uh, we're going to take a little look at some NFL preseason. Uh, the Panthers losing uh, their second preseason effort, 20 to 10. Um, but Baker Mayfield has been named the starter over Sam Darnold. Uh, Sam, obviously you're still a Steelers fan, uh, but how do you feel about the move to start Baker Mayfield week one? I think that it's definitely the right decision. Um, I mean, Sam Donald hasn't shown me anything to show that, you know, he deserves to be the starter. Um, so I think that this is the right call. Yeah, I agree with you, but uh, going to be some high tension that week one matchup against the Browns coming up. Um, so it should be some exciting stuff coming on Labor Day weekend. And looking at the Steelers, they scratched out a win against the Jaguars, 16-15. to 15. Uh, You know, some quarterback competition there, but it looks like um, Kenny Pickett, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, he looks like he's going to be the week one starter. Uh, Pittsburgh will f- finish their, rate, uh, their preseason uh, against the Lions, and the Jaguars will go to Atlanta. And looking uh, elsewhere in the sport of the NFL, um, Deshaun Watson has been suspended for 11 games uh, for sexual misconduct. And Sam, former, you know, Clemson quarterback, obviously, you know, you have praised him for football ability in the past. Uh, what is your reaction to this whole situation? Should he be suspended for the whole season? You know, you, how, how do you feel about this whole situation? Um, I mean, it's... It's, you know, I feel like it's almost uncharted territory because I think I saw somewhere this is the most a player has been suspended for sexual misconduct. Um, So, you know, it's hard to compare it to other situations. Um, I mean, it's crazy to think, you know, this is a quarterback who did this. But, you know, when a owner does it, you know, they just let it fly. Um, I mean, obviously, what he did was completely wrong. And he deserves to be suspended. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to say the punishment fits the crime. Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of, been, a lot of debate that he should be suspended for the whole year. But regardless, he will get a chance to play this season. Um, you know, that could come, you know, how will we be integrated into the system? I mean, he's still allowed to practice, but there's just going to be a lot of questions swirling around this team. Already lost their starting quarterback after making the playoffs last year. So, you know, tough to, tough to swallow um, for the Browns. And they've had a hard history, and uh, it's only getting more difficult. Uh, but now we're going to turn to a little bit of our, you know, lighthearted conversation this week. And we're going to do a little commentary talk. Uh, me and Sam, this week, uh, we were into a conversation about, you know, some commentators, you know, whether we like them or not, and if they're good or bad for their sport. Um, so, Sam, I'm just going to start it off in, you know, the ESPN, you know, any any sport world. Uh, let's go sport by sport. Okay. Let's start with college football. Who is Sam Carter's guy when it comes to college football? It's got to be Chris Fowler. Um, you know, he's pretty even keel. 
Um, you know, he's always with uh, Kirk Herbstreet, who I also like, despite his Ohio State ties. Um, but, you know, Chris Fowler doesn't seem to have any allegiance to a certain team, and he calls every game pretty fairly. I mean, yeah, that's all you want. Um, you know, I got to go with my man, Gus Johnson. Mm. Sam does not like – I mean, just tell me why you can't get on Gus Johnson's side. His voice is so annoying, bro. So annoying. It's like I'd rather listen to it muted. Wow. I mean, I just feel like he brings he brings some energy to the game that is, you know, unmatched. Um, yeah, but it's just not the same as Gus, you know. That the moment where he was calling when they were fixing the turf on the field in the Big Ten Championship, I mean, that's just Gus Johnson. And if you're gonna not like him, I can see why you don't. Um, but he's not a traditional commentator. But it is what it is. All right, now let's turn the page and go to college basketball. And obviously, Dick Vitale is the most famous or infamous college basketball commentator. So, Sam, give me your take on Dick Vitale. Again, with the annoying voice. I can't take it. Oh, my gosh. Dick Vitale is worse than Gus Johnson. Dick Vitale might be my least favorite commentator of all sports. He's a dookie. That makes it even worse. He's always kissing Duke's butt. Um, I... No Dick Vitale for me. I think he gets a bad rap for being a dookie. I mean, obviously, he has a, a weird love for Mike Krzyzewski. But I think that his some of his best calls have been for North Carolina. And I think he really he represents a lot of what makes college basketball great. Now, to be fair, he, does never, he never has done the NCAA tournament. So there's kind of the parallel – like I almost think college basketball is like separated into two separate, you know, distinctions. There's like the the aura surrounding like championship weeks and Duke UNC, and then you have on CBS you got March Madness. So you know, I mean, Greg Gumble could be a pick for some people. You have a favorite college basketball commentator, Sam? I really, you know, talk about Dukies. I just like Jay Billis. Mm. I mean. His voice is just soothing to me. You know, but that's just for ESPN. If we're talking, you know, it's I mean, it's got to be Jim Nance. But I also want to throw out Grant Hill. When Grant Hill calls a game, it's great. Even more so than Reggie Miller. Yeah, Reggie Miller, he's got some some quirky things he says, like that. The Kodak moment phrase, but um, yeah, I mean, I think that college basketball is the toughest one to analyze just because of how spread out the coverage is. Uh, but going to the NFL, Sam, who's your man? Um, let me think. Give me, throw out some names. Uh, CBS. I mean, obviously, the main two guys have got to be. Tony Romo and Jim Nance. And then um, on Fox, you normally have, you know, maybe a, a, a Tiki Barber. You got Joe Buck, who would come to mind. Um, Chris Collinsworth, Al Michaels for NBC. 
those are kind of the biggest crews. Gus Johnson also does the NFL sometimes. Um, Dick Stockton's my personal favorite. Uh, he does some Fox work. I think he really, you know, he's kind of plain, but he has a soothing voice. So, yeah. I'm going to go. But those would be. You know, this is an out there take. I'm going to go Monday Night Football, ESPN, Booger McFarland. That's a good take. That's a good take. I liked, I, you know, I did like, um, Joe oh, how am I? How am I missing his name? He he was he just was the Raiders coach. He did Monday Night Football. John Gruden, even though he's been accused of stuff now, I think he was a good Monday Night Football commentator. But it is what it is. John Madden, obviously a, a legend. We never really got to see him in our lifetime, but um, the the turducken moment when he cut up the turducken on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just going, I don't know. I think NFL Thanksgiving is kind of – it fills it out a little bit. It's not what it used to be. No. Do you agree with that? Well, when you got to see the Lions play every year. <laughs> that is true. Um, let's just, I'm just going to take a quick look at that because I feel like in past years it hasn't been what it used to be. I can remember some pretty great ones like that Steelers-Ravens game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About five years ago, that was pretty great. Um, Thanksgiving – this year, okay, should be this. When week. the Cowboys and Panthers played in 2015, yeah, that was that was good for the Panthers. I mean, it was a it was a pretty bad game. Yeah, it was. This year, you got the Bills and the Lions, the Giants and the Cowboys, and then the Patriots and the Vikings. Those, Those are, are terrible. Your, yeah, the, the Giants Cowboys could be good, um, but nothing great, you know. But you know, it is what it is, um. But I guess when you talk about NBA, I think it's got to be pretty clearly Mike Breen. and um, I mean, Jeff Van Gundy's up there as well. You have an NBA guy. Oh, how could I forget? Eric Collins. Yeah. Eric Legendary Collins. man. That's my pick for a favorite NBA commentator. I'm going Vince Carter. I I don't know. I've mix, I love him as a basketball player, but as a commentator – I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit iffy there. Well, I mean that's pretty much it. Uh, we've covered all the commentators, covered all the news coming up on college football. Sam, before the season officially starts, I know Clemson doesn't play until next weekend. But are you willing to drop a record prediction for the Clemson Tigers I'm not, this year? I'm not He's not willing. I'm gonna go with ten and two. No, sorry, eleven and two. They're going to lose in the ACC championship. To who? Old. Maybe it could be a Miami. Well, we played Miami be, in the regular season. Right, but you still could play them in the ACC championship. Gonna, I don't know, man. I think that they're going to go with one loss to maybe you know an NC State. Oh, that game is going to be incredible. Clemson, NC State. Is. The is it at, at Clemson? It's at Clemson, yeah. I think it's like October 1st. That game is going to be awesome. I can't wait for that one. Yeah, the textile ball. All right, well, that is going to do it for this episode. Sam, any final thoughts on this hodgepodge of sports coverage? No. All right, well, that is going to do it uh, for this episode of Carl Lowry. And you hear from us next Tuesday.